everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about episode 10 from season 2, One Angry Veronica. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. Hi guys, I'm Melanie. Hi Melanie, we're glad to have you back. <laughs> Thanks. And Always good to have a regular. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And people may be confused, because last time you said that you were coming back, like, the week before your wedding, but yes. there was um, confusion. Yeah, see, here's the thing, is I, I apparently do too many podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was getting you guys mixed up with the Other Lost podcast, which I'm doing like, the finale for season four, one of the last episodes, uh, for season five, excuse me, and so... Um, God, they're almost done. Wow. Um, and so I was getting that confused because I know that was like a week before my wedding. But who knows? With you guys, you know, pushing up, scheduling, and going into season three, I may end up being here a week before my wedding. So. You might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's have our episode summary. Veronica's day goes from bad to worse as she is called up for jury duty over a case involving 209ers and Hispanic women, but finds Neptune is even more divided than she thought. Meanwhile, Keith helps Lamb track down the missing sex tapes, a key piece of evidence in the Aaron Eccles trial. Yes. Ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> does, he really, does he really help him track them down, or does he just sit there and sweat? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> It, it, the, the summary makes it sound that like Lamb is actually doing something. <laughs> exactly. I That's didn't so see him do him. I saw him flex he's doing something. He's, he's doing something. Yeah, he's yes. he's pumping iron there. Yep. Looking good. Yeah, yeah, I actually didn't have a problem with him this episode. <clears throat> I wonder why. <laughs> I, I made a note I said can Lamb be shirtless in every scene that he's in that way he's terrible I think he'd prefer it that way alright so A plot is jury duty of course mm -hmm. um, B plot is Keith's investigation and C plot is Meg yay, yay. Oh, Meg. I think we should all be on the same page with these they were yeah, yeah. Pretty cut they were, and dry. They were. Yeah. It was a well-organized episode. Yes. <laughs> All right. They must have known. They must have known that you guys would be podcasting on it. <laughs> For some reason, I went backwards, but it doesn't matter. They're in the right order. <laughs> okay. Great. So we'll start with jury duty. Veronica's day gets... Her day was already not good, but um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but it gets worse because she gets a summons for jury duty. Okay. I, I need to know. Is, like because we, we've had this issue before where states do things differently. So is jury duty in California really differently ha handled than the rest of the country, like handled differently than New York? Mm -hmm. Because I've, I've served on jury duty and I just, I kept banging my head against the wall watching this episode. And so I just, I need to know, is it, well, it's, you know if it's massively different in California? It, it, I don't know what you mean particularly. I've served on Junior DD too, but I have to say that this was um, a playoff of, you know, 12 Angry Men, yes. 1 Angry Veronica. Yeah. So I think that it was more modeled after the movie as opposed to like actual reality. 
I don't know. When I got my jury summons, I just got a summons in the mail. And I, I, I honestly, a lot of people have problems like with her age, but I got mine uh, two weeks after I turned 18. Yep. I got one the same year that I turned 18. But doesn't being in high school, that like recuse you from like, like, shouldn't she have been going to class? No, she was on Christmas break. Yeah. Although but this was the fastest. Take longer than, I mean, yes, it could have taken exactly. longer than Christmas break. Yes. yes. And that's what my problem judge with in it. the world would allow a trial to be scheduled that close to the holiday? Well, yeah, she oh. was like, I swear, there on Christmas Eve. That yeah. happens. It happens. I mean, the idea of maybe going that long, but starting one that close to Christmas? Well, it seems really odd because the trial obviously happened, you know, in between the time that she got jury duty and the time there was there was obviously a trial that happened that they had to sit in on. Yeah, but there was no time for a trial because it was like, okay, Christmas break starts in two days. And now all of a sudden we're deliberating on the jury. Yeah. Wasn't was there bizarre. a major case recently, and I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't think it was Casey. It was somebody that was in the news, maybe uh, Jody Arias or somebody like that, that was a major national news case, and they were, I know they were deliberating on Christmas Eve. I remember that distinctly because I was shocked beyond reason that they were. So let's say the trial, I mean, in, in, in all honesty, the deliberation was only, what, four days? And they didn't think it should take that long. Like, the judge was already getting upset with her. You no, know? it was longer than that so, because well, okay. it was Christmas Eve, um, and she went home and had dinner with Keith, and I'm not sure how long they were before that. Oh, you're but right. it was New Year's. You're right. Okay, it, it just seemed like it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what? It really is at the, um, you know, I think that the judge is the one who sets all this stuff. So it's really like it can be arbitrary. Like some judges will, depending on the the trial, they'll break for a longer period of time, like over the holidays or whatever. Mm-hmm. But some judges aren't that nice. Yeah, so, and, but, that's true. but my thing was the idea of how many days that they were deliberating for. Like, okay, we're just going to break and go home now. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're supposed to, like, the, the warden of the court will make you sit there until it's as late as possible, and then finally they'll let you out to go to bed. And it's like, how are you still working shifts at the the Java hut or whatever? The bronze, while doing this? yeah. But yeah, also, the isn't, also, isn't that like at the behest of like the court? Because I feel like I've when I did jury duty. You know, we had to go over and they didn't like necessarily keep us there. Like we, we made a, you know, we said we'll break until tomorrow or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's, it's cut and dry, but yeah, I'm sure all of that. Is I, I think that they did play loosey goosey with this. I'm not saying they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but but I time, thought I it was that... fairly. Because like okay. also like she should have been recused because she's like the daughter of like the former sheriff. So she shouldn't be on a criminal yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, that was my other thing. It's like not the idea of her getting the summons, that being so young and getting the summons. Okay, yeah, you get summons. But what lawyer in the world, and especially what lawyer in Neptune, would want Veronica Mars on their jury? Especially I don't cons- know. considering I the. I was put on a jury, and my uh, Lily's father was a sheriff's deputy, and they all knew me. That's so crazy. And they didn't care. Yeah. And I. Still the fiancé of a sheriff's deputy, you know? So I don't know. But you're not marrying your father, right? But... No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Veronica father. Mars. So how <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but are you actively, I mean, people 
I'm sure that there are lawyers besides Cliff who know that Veronica Mars isn't just answering phones for her dad's office. True. I mean, yeah. she is well known in. Maybe Cliff was the attorney. <laughs> he was like, awesome. I'm sure Ernesta didn't have the greatest attorney in the world. So <laughs> That's right. He very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're spending okay. an awful lot of time on this. On I this know we're we're gonna have <laughs> to we're gonna have to suspend disbelief here because it, it honestly uh, doesn't work for there to have been a trial in that short amount of time no, and for jury exactly. selection and for all of that. So we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> hand waving. Hand waving. Hand waving. Yep. Um, so Veronica is um, going to be the jury foreman because the annoying white man, I'll be calling him, what <laughs> uh, <laughs> decided that she should be, and um, yeah, he's he's horrible. Yeah, C- yes. CEO, Mc- uh, C- CEO McDouchery is what I called him. <laughs> there we go. That's good too. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get a, a case review, um, which I'm not going to go over again. Um, the there's a PCHer that was a victim. I mean, not really a PCHer, but yeah, that class Mexican woman. Girl. Um, and two O Niner defendants. And of course, CEO McDouchery once. You know, to let them off. Of course. Yeah. They take a vote and we have 11 innocent, one guilty, of course, because this is 12 angry men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Knitting Lady. <laughs> She's uh, awesome. I know. I kind of want, I just, you know, I've always t- <clears throat> toyed with learning how to knit. I used to know when I was younger. And watching this episode, I'm like, oh my God, it looks so, you know, calming. And I like you. I like you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, and everybody's just mad at this vote because they don't want to be there and they're, everybody has things to do. Yes, and it's racial. Yeah, very. Yep. Um, and then while Veronica is working, again, I'm not sure when she has time to do that, but um, Thumper harasses her about the trial. <laughs> Guess what? I know his name, Jimmy. I know it's because I've been I've been making you remember every actually, time he's he is, on. He is the like I think the only one that I actually do know his name. Did you catch the fact that they had to remind you what his name was in oh, this yeah. episode? Because it was like yeah, no one knows what his name is. Like, I know yeah. what his name is. Jimmy knows <laughs> every Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah. And and I also know Hector and. Um, <laughs> Oh, with a B? Uh, b- uh, boozy, uh, no. Um, no. Uh, oh, crap. What's his name? Now I have to look. <laughs> I only remember Chardo. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I remember and, Chardo, too. And Felix but... is the one who died. Yeah, I remember uh-huh. Felix. Uh, Bucci. Hector and Bucci. Bucci, that's right. <laughs> Bucci. That was close. All right. I don't think I had ever even heard that name before watching the show so i certainly haven't (laughs) no i mean like heard it when i watched the show previously like i've never heard that name and you picked up on it i don't know because it was (laughs) bucci anyways (laughs) yeah 
Um, okay, the knitting lady is poking holes in the case. Is it bad that I'm still not 100% convinced that they had the right outcome? Like, I'm like, um, like, I'm still not really buying this whole case. I, I just, like, didn't care at all. And I know, like, I, know. I should have, but I was just like, eh. There were just so many, like, out there cliched stereotypes on this, in this jury. It's like, really? That's... I don't know. It was well, just again, there was there was the sports guy, and then the knitting Spanish lady, and the strong black woman, and the and polite white guy, and yeah. yep, yeah, and they all like referenced something about themselves every time that they talked. Like the single mom was, yeah. So I called my kids. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I had a real problem with her. Like I wanted to slap her silly because oh. first off. First off, hardship, actual financial hardship, will get you out of jury duty. Now, you have to prove that your job isn't going to pay you for leave and stuff, but that will get you out of jury duty, okay? So that was a dumb thing. Secondly, like, okay, so maybe she was, like, cool with doing jury duty for a few days, but she's not going to get fired for it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I thought that was – I couldn't believe that yeah. they, they were going there because that's not legal. I know. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe she was just using it to get, like, I don't know, sympathy. get sympathy or be yeah. annoying and complain. Yeah. Well, but I think that, uh, well, and she must be, and this, I'm not saying this because <laughs> of anything, but maybe she's stupid and didn't realize that everybody knows you get jury duty off and that they can't fire you for that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, because... You know, she's like, oh, if I lose my job, and everybody in that room was probably like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> they all know, and she's just like, oh, her kids need to be slapped, too. Yeah, that's why, oh, her no, and her kids. That's why no one ever responded to anything she said. They were just like, yeah. <laughs> They're just all like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, lady. Go, go eat your tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have a revote after all of this talking about the case, and now it's three guilty, including Veronica. Yep. And and CEO McDoucherton gets angry. Yes, very <laughs> much so. That's what he does. Yeah. Veronica decides that the gun belonged to the girl. Because Which, uh, it didn't belong to anyone else. Pretty so. much. It just was yeah. like, oh. What? With the the, uh, the, how sure she was of that being the answer was a little uh, off-putting at first because I was like, how how did you get there for real? You know, I mean, like I understood, you know, it had to be her, but she seemed to have the whole thing mapped out all of a sudden. Well, Uh, that's Veronica, though. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's what she does. Whether she's right or not, it's what she does. She's probably wrong because this is her first guess, but... Well, <laughs> all they had to have was reasonable doubt. I mean, right. it's they had it before she ever figured that out. Yeah. Which makes me question if it was a decent lawyer that was even the, I mean, because there was definitely reasonable doubt from the get-go, you know? Right, but on... she didn't, she probably had a public defender, and the O-Niners <laughs> probably had, you know, the best lawyer money could buy. Hey, don't knock Cliff. but you think cliff would have looked up uh carnell miles yeah cliff is better than that 
I don't know. Cliff is sneakier than that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But as much as crap I'm giving this, I, I actually really enjoy this, and I, I don't know why, and even though I think it's kind of implausible and kind of silly, but I'm a really big fan of 12 Angry Men, so I kind of like. I think it's one of the best plays ever written. Um, this was not one of the best episodes ever written, but <laughs> um, it was nice to see that, and um, I've always been intrigued putting 12 Angry Men um, and redoing it to allow women in the show. Um, oh, they do. I, oh, right, and I think it would be an interesting. I've always wanted to do something like that, you know, to rewrite the play. Yeah, uh, but yeah. when when it's done with a mixed cast, they call it Twelve Angry Jury, Jurors. Really, it's been yeah. done. Oh, yeah. oh, now I feel so stupid, and I thought <laughs> I had some amazing, you know, new plan that I was going to become rich off of. Oh well, <laughs> no. Nice try. No. Think of the next one. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it, it's something, but I just think that that's, I, I don't know. I, I just, have, I really do enjoy, I don't know. I kind of, I know that sounds silly, but I kind of enjoy juries and I kind of enjoy deliberation and I'm, I'm really weird. I know, but it's I, just, it's intriguing. I enjoyed my time on jury duty, um, especially cause I was an alternate. So I actually didn't have any responsibilities so I had to sit there and, uh, and, and all of the sneaky jokes that we that we'd had back uh, in the jury room. Like there, there was one point where um, we kept talking about the, the lawyer and one of the lawyers and, the, and his secretary. And we're like, yeah, so they're, they're just, we're, we're making up all of these convoluted backstories to all of the lawyers. And so the, the one lawyer was having an affair with his secretary and this and that. It's like, I don't know how they're letting us do this. Cause we are just acting like school kids, but <laughs> Yeah, my jurors, we deliberated for 35 minutes when I was on jury duty. So they had the guy on camera signing a fraudulent check. I'm like, how did this get to trial? (laughs) (laughs) Yours was really cut and dry. Ours was like involved uh, marijuana smuggling from Canada because there's an Indian reserve that crosses the border. And so it was like coming across the Indian reserve. So they played us transcripts that, that the RMCP took, and there was this, and there was that, and it was, yeah. It was a very big, convoluted case. I've never actually made it to the jury. Me neither. I've never been called to serve. I don't know how. I've had, like, a, you know, I've been registered to vote for, like, ten years. I don't but know. Did, but did, do you vote? Yeah, I do. So I had never been called um, for a long, long, long time, and then um, so I did not vote as a young person. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the very first uh, election that I ever voted in was the primary for Barack Obama. The first, well, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but um, and uh, within weeks of voting in the primaries, I got my I got jury duty. <laughs> Wow. Mm, they found you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it was the most bizarre thing because I was like, oh, yeah, I never, I never had to do it. I don't, they're never going to find me. I voted and they were like, there he is. Oh, no. and I, was like, I mean, oh, it's funny. I know Jimmy. a lot of people, I know a lot of people who that that's happened to. <laughs> but Actually. I, I will, I'll, I'll give you the opposite. I registered, I voted in every election since I turned 18. And it wasn't until I was 32, or um, until I was 28 
that I got jury duty. So there was a whole 10 years where wow. it just never came yeah. up. I don't know. Oh my I God, mean... y'all knock on wood. I really don't want to get called up for this. <laughs> Damn, no. I'm going to get that summons tomorrow. Now, now, is it from the electorate on every state? Because I'm pretty sure Ohio doesn't even do it from the electorate. I think it's from driver's license. They do it from the electorate here. Mm. Yeah, it probably depends on state. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. So in, in New York, what happens, you get your summons, and there is a phone number that you have to call um, once a week for something like four weeks, and they give you directions on those days. So it's like, you know, there is no upcoming trials. Please call again next week. Or they'll really? say, okay, um, and, and you just have to be able to call in for those four weeks. And if the, the four weeks comes up, then your, your batch is done, and you don't have to do anything. But then it's like, okay, we have a trial coming in, so we want jurors' numbers. And they will list off all of these numbers. And if your number is in there, then you have to go in to for jury selection. Um, so sometimes you get picked, sometimes you don't. But I would never remember to call every day. <laughs> no, once, once a week. Oh, oh you will. Week. You'll remember if you have to. Yeah. You have to do it every day, and if you don't do it one time, ask my little brother what happens. Yeah, a, an, an armed sheriff deputy, like, comes to your house and, like, yells at you. Oh, nice. Why? <laughs> it's like, it tells you if you don't call it tomorrow, you'll be arrested. There'll be a warrant for your arrest. Whoa. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> All right. Let's get back one, to this jury. Well, no, can I just, one little tangent? Okay. <laughs> what the coolest thing about being on jury duty, though, at least in New York, was you get passes made with your picture on them, and if you are on your way to the courthouse and you're speeding and you get pulled over, you flash your jury badge and they will let you go. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. All right. So back to the case or whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Did we get to the part where Keith gets the, the laptop? Um, that's... that's in the Keith plot. Uh, but the but the laptop has evidence that she uses for the case. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just thought he was yeah. pointing stuff out. No. I don't actually have any facts from the case in my notes. I just have, like, general, this is what happened. Well, so, so if you'd like to talk about that, go ahead. Well, so the, so after, after the dinner that they have, so I have it for this for this case because it's their early, her early Christmas present. She opens up the laptop and it has the articles for the, um, the guy who is supposed to be the pimp that jumped the, that, that jumped the fence, who is the guy who hurt his knee and has his knee fused together and would have never been able to jump the fence. That's mm -hmm. how yeah. she it, gets that it connection. Just so happened to have those articles up there. I don't know how they so got there. So who put them there? Was it Mac or was it Keith? I it believe Keith. it was Keith. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, ethical shady stuff because jurors did not have outside information. Yes. <laughs> That's why he didn't say anything. He just left it Pointed there. her at the laptop. Yeah. Um, all right. So the um, prejudiced white guy, what was, what did you call him, Jimmy? Uh, CEO McDoucherton. Yes. Thank you. Nice. Um, he refuses to vote guilty, and then when everybody else votes guilty, then he changes his mind and is like, oh, well, they'll just appeal and they'll get off. And I hate him so much. <laughs> I, I hate the, him reality, so hard. 
the reality is, is he's right. I know. That's why I hate him so much. <laughs> he was just, he was so mean. And like, when the, when that one guy that changed his vote, and he's like, oh, and all of a sudden, what, did God tell you to change your vote? And I was just like, can you just punch him? Oh, yeah. Can someone please just someone... punch him in the oh. face. Yeah, he was uh, awful. He's awful. Uh, Horrible. So bad. Yeah. So after they're done, um, then the woman from Hearst College comes and talks to Veronica. Yes, about setting up the, the season three arc. <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly, did anyone, like, not think that? I mean, it's like, oh, so this is how she's going to stay in Neptune for season three. Yeah, it's pretty I don't know what you're like, talking about. Line. <laughs> private college we've never heard of just shows up. This lady doesn't know anything about Veronica whatsoever except the way she acted on this one jury. But she's totally going to fight for her. It was her but, energy. Uh, yeah. Y'all can't even with this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't universities usually cost more than colleges, though? No. No? Not necessarily. Okay. I, mean, I thought that colleges were... I, I don't know. I thought... Colleges is, were like a step under universities. Is, is there a difference between a college and a university in there is here. states? There is smaller, I think. Yeah. Well, a university offers graduate programs, and a college does not. Okay. And there, there's also the idea that a university can be a collection of colleges. Um, uh -huh. So yeah. there's there's like um, yeah, my example just ran away from my brain. Like, like we have the College of Sociology, the College of Healthcare Administration, the College of whatever. Okay. So, okay. Well, there's I... a college in um, Ohio called Antioch, which is a really elusive, exclusive, private okay. liberal arts college and where, like, Dave Chappelle and all these crazy people went. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess there, there just aren't any yeah. around here that aren't that way. Like, the college's around here it's more like community colleges yeah okay oh yeah um, i remembered it i remembered it so we've got uh in in my area there's uh hamilton and hamilton was actually made up of hamilton college and kirkland college which was men went to hamilton women went to kirkland until they finally merged it but that's that's what i was thinking the okay. colleges that are part of the university mm-hmm when you think of like something like Sarah Lawrence, which I believe is a college, or I mean, there's it just depends. Um, but I think I think the reason why this is so expensive is this is like a private school, mm -hmm. so not like San Diego State. You know? So, university uh, education tends to be highly academic and teaches you how to think critically about the world, and college education focuses more on applied knowledge and hands-on learning. Okay. Somebody's reading from Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jimmy. Yahoo Answers, actually. <laughs> Not Planet Zowie? No. Drink, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the, uh, so, yes, Ark to set up season three. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have no idea what you're referring to, and how would that even have anything to do with season three? <laughs> um, well, it's the fact that Veronica's going to graduate at the end of this year, so we've got to keep here somehow, right? Yeah, most obvious setup ever. 
Um, Since her mother isn't around to steal her money again for another time. (laughs) What I want to laugh is how a girl this intelligent, this bright, does not know where the heck she's going to college by January. Like, it's stupid. I hate TV time. Like, (laughs) you have to at least have applied. Really? No, I had like three schools that had accepted me, and I was like, I don't know, one of them, you know? I had Mm. no idea. That's true, but we haven't even heard her applying to colleges, really. I mean, I'm assuming she is, but... Yeah, there hasn't been talk of it, but yeah, I would think it's happening. It would I would hope, because be. it's I'll a little start. late now. But... I know. <laughs> it is a little late now. Maybe she decided to like do a gap year and go off and, I don't know, deworm monkeys in the Amazon or something. <laughs> Did you just oh, say deworm? <laughs> T-Worm Monkeys is the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going to travel around around the country and deconstipate cows for a living for a year. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> I actually, I think the quote was, because that's from a movie, and I think the quote was actually deworming orphans, but I couldn't remember it. But it came out with monkeys. <laughs> Either way, it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, basically, Veronica's just back to being hated because now all the O-Niners hate her again. Yeah, we'll yep. see. We'll we'll see how that goes. I'm sure that's going to play into the next episodes. We'll have to see. B plot. So no, actually, I have. Wait. Where, where does New Year's Eve fall? That is where I am right now. Yay! Uh, Yay! I had New Year's Eve in... Where did you have New Year's Eve? Uh, <laughs> in with the Meg stuff, because it was right after Meg dies. Oh. But yeah. either way, doesn't matter. I have it here. Um, Wallace <laughs> is back! Yay! I, I I don't think I even realized how much I missed Wallace until he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was good you to know? see him and I was like, Oh good, Naomi won't be quitting our podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I totally tear up when when he shows up at the door. And he's got that big smile on his face and he's so happy to see her and she's all emotional and I just it's just aw. And because yeah. there's no one else. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm but, just I'm over here gushing and happy oh. Jackie illness. <laughs> Unfortunately, this means Jackie's going to be back soon. Well, we could hope. Why? No, no, right? no. Think positive, like, Jimmy. <laughs> ran off with some college guy and got I don't know. No, don't say that. No, <laughs> you're harshing my boss, man. <laughs> Well enough. So, <laughs> okay, Jimmy, I have something to tell you about that. Okay, so that sound, like yes. I was listening to the podcast in the car, and Lily heard it, and she was doing that sound all day. She's in love with that sound. <laughs> she just thought that was the funniest thing ever, and she's like, "He's so funny." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, glad that she likes Aww, it. Oh, you a fan. How cute. That's awesome. And just for that, I'll give her a. Aww. 
<laughs> nice. Um, so this moment kind of reminds me of, so that the listeners can have another chance to take a drink, um, of when Giles shows back up in certain seasons of Buffy. Yes. And it's just like, you don't realize how much you've missed him until he's there. And then yeah. it's like, oh, yes. Yeah, there's a certain a certain one that really comes to mind, but mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yes, not, you know. <laughs> I, like I said, I don't think any of the potentials listen to this, but just in case. So yeah, that's the A plot. Now to B plot, which I didn't realize until reading on the Facebook group how controversial this is. Um, so the Aaron Eccles tapes have gone missing and Woody hires Keith to find them. Mayor Gutenberg. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is his name. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like, why? Why does he steal both? I mean, if you're looking to make money and you'd steal one. What, you're upset that he stole both? And is that what is that what you're saying? I just I'm I'm like the the whole way this that this thing was conducted was just it was stupid. You mean the the, the way uh, the, the the way that they that he went about stealing the tapes was stupid. And I guess like, what you're saying is you wish he had copied them, right? Yeah, or something. I mean, it just it's well, like why I don't know. Well, I mean, I, it, I wanted to just I didn't want to just know. Well, if that's your problem, if you... <laughs> well, you know what? And, and I, I don't think... want Leo to be that stupid. Like, if it was Deputy Cornstash who was that stupid, I could understand it. But I don't want Leo to be that stupid. Can I defend Leo in, so, in a way that maybe you will think he's not that stupid? Yes. Okay. I'll try. I'm going to try okay. it. Um, so, he stole the tapes, right? If he had gone and made a copy of the tapes and they still got out, they would have known it was an inside job and it would have probably been worse and he'd be more likely to be able be caught making a copy of it. Well, there, were already co- there were already copies. He stole the originals and the copies. Yeah. There were already copies? Yes. Okay, yeah, am I going crazy? Both. Okay, I don't yeah. understand. I don't yeah, know he, why. I have no he, defense on that. So, uh, you know, I understand that he could have stolen one set and left the other set. But at the end of the day, and while uh, we're skipping, obviously, to the end and staying there right now, <laughs> um, I think that while what he, you know, what he did was wrong and stupid and it was a way for them to, you know, obviously write Leo out, which is really sad because I really like Leo. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, the way that it went down for Logan and for um, the yeah. Kane family in general... Um, I think that whether he's, you know, stealing one copy of the tape still would have left. Now, granted, his initial reasoning for stealing the tapes was probably to sell them to the tabloids and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, he sold them to Logan for not a lot of money. And he, he took the originals and the copies. And now there are no copies of that tape that will ever be released to the public under any circumstances whatsoever. So he did mm-hmm. Logan and the Canes and anybody who loved Lily uh, a, a huge favor. 
Mm-hmm. Well, not really, because now there's not the evidence that you need to convict Aaron Eccles. But there are enough people who have, who, and I, I, I know they, that it's not the same, but there are enough people who have seen the tapes and who, um, you know, can verify what was on the tapes that they can probably still get a conviction. I understand that it's prob- it wasn't great what he did, but I, I think that uh, on the on the moral scale of things, for you know, the opportunity for um, those tapes to be released somewhere, someday along the line for somebody who wanted a lot of money, um, I think that he did the right thing. I'm going to make a prediction and say that I think that this is going to come back up later and that Aaron Eccles is somehow going to get off because those tapes are missing. Interesting. Yeah, I think he's going to get off. But then he'll be convicted for, like, killing his wife or something. I don't know. Well, you know what I'm thinking is the the whole time I was thinking this, and obviously I know the answer, so, you know, whatever. Take that what you will. But um, I – we don't know for sure that the tapes would have been admissible. We don't. I mean, a lot of people, he has a lot of really, really expensive lawyers that could probably try to say that it's hearsay um, or, you know, some type of alter document or it's been tampered with or, you know, who knows? I mean, we don't know for sure that the jury would have ever even been able to see those tapes. And if, if, if Leo, or if Leo, if, uh, if, if Aaron's going to get off, he's going to get off one way or another. Well, and the you tapes know. the tapes don't prove that he killed her. Right. No. It's just the motive. Yeah. Well, so. the tapes could also be used against him, um, against the idea of him killing, saying that he had affection for her in a weird, yeah. twisted way. <laughs> I mean, it's twisted. It's crazy. Right, but some but, lawyer could use that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's let's jump back to the beginning of this C plot, <laughs> and um, We're because. Because we have to talk about this scene. Uh, Lamb tells oh. Keith about security in between flexing his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they have... must have gorgeous muscles, let's just say. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind this scene. <laughs> I, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> My note here is um, Lamb is impressed with Lamb's body. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Lamb is in love with himself. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's it's really funny. Um, This is just one of those bizarre moments. Not not bizarre, but uh, whatever. You'll get what I mean in a minute. Uh, So on, I think it was Friday or Thursday on Young and the Restless, um, uh, Michael Muni had the, uh, I think, the only shirtless scene that I have ever seen him have on Young and the Restless. Uh, I think it was Friday. Uh, and it was so bizarre because I was like, oh, I was like, wow, you know, he, he looks pretty good. You know, there he is with his shirt off. And then, like, the next day I watched this and I got it again, the earlier version. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, I so two twice in one week and then completely unrelated. <laughs> How have 13 years been treating him? Um, his His body looks pretty much the same. Nice. All right, so Deputy Pornstash, as we like to call him, um, lets it out that security is actually not that good. Well, Pornstash said that it was pretty good. It was Leo who said that it wasn't good. Well, but he, like, let it out that all you have to do is have, oh, what's her name? Um, 
Inga. Inga. All you have to do is she has the codes in her drawer. She just makes you a new card. It's, you know. But the you have to be level one or whatever. It was. <laughs> he doesn't even know what level one was. <laughs> Clearly, he's not. So, who exactly is level Lamb one? Lamb made that up. Senior staff. Lamb. Senior that's staff. It. Level one. Is Lamb. Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then Keith talks to Leo and um, hadn't he hadn't considered that the tapes were worth money. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Which proves how stupid he is. But I... so oh. I, do, I do have a question about uh, not a question, but a comment here about the actual selling of the tapes to tabloids. Uh-huh. So Lily was how old in those tapes? Not 18. Most likely, no. So well, there, uh, maybe, she was, because I, she was a year was, older than them. But she was a junior then. She was a senior. No, yeah, she was a junior. She, she was a junior. Yeah, so she wouldn't have been 18. Unless she was held back. I mean, I guess that would be which, the only... Which is possible, but I'm guessing that... Um, she was not of age, and nobody yeah. would be able to distribute those tapes for any amount of money. Uh-huh. That's true. That is very true. So, uh, I think that, you know, trying to sell those tapes would have garnered no money, because the only people who would have bought it were people who wanted to watch child pornography and be arrested. Well, wouldn't him selling them be considered distributing child pornography? Yes, um, it yes, it could. It could very well. So Leo. it's even worse than like stealing evidence. <laughs> so I guess we're just supposed to assume she had to be eighteen since it wasn't brought up. I mean, I know that seems crazy, but maybe I she think, got held I, back a year. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some hand waving ha- happening. I think here. there is too. I don't think they even considered that <laughs> when yeah. they were when they were doing this or retcon writing. Yeah, I don't you know. know. She was at 18 when we first started the show, but uh, we won't even mention it. She's 18 now. If anyone asks, so there you go. Should we try? I'm surprised the network went with it, though. You know, that seems like a note the network would have, like um, implausibility number one, kitty porn, like. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I would think somebody would pick up on it. I don't know. Um, or is so- it one of those things where she? Oh, since she's over the age of consent, that not for that was the thing I was thinking. Yeah, uh, not, not for pornography. Oh, okay. You have to be uh, for any sort of pornography. You have to be 18 years of age. And is that a federal law? I believe so. I I believe it is a federal statute that dictates that you must be 18 years of age to do porn. Yvette, are you back? <laughs> I am. I was like, oh my god, what did I just get back into? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just texted you and I was like oh my god I don't think as soon as I sent it I was like wait a minute I don't think you want to go get <laughs> I'm going to wait I'm going to wait to find out what that's about okay so um, Keith calls his, his newspaper guy and he's going to look into seeing if the tabloids have like gotten any offers or anything about the tapes <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and this was a 
another thing where it was just like the writing really jumped out at me as like bad. It's like, yeah, you 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 get talk to when yeah, call me back whenever you talk to him. It's like it's a her. I'm like, whatever, dude. You don't have to be that defensive about it. Keith didn't know. I um, I got the impression that the casual acquaintance was like his girlfriend. I don't know why, but I just got that impression. Just the way, you know. See, and I just thought that's me with my mind going off in odd places, and I'm like, oh, it's someone that he's sleeping with. Yeah. Well, the way he got back so quickly, and he had this, like, smile on his face the whole time, like, talk to my acquaintance, like, afternoon delight. (laughs) (laughs) And next person to come in is Logan, and he is outraged that Keith would question him in regards to thinking that he would try and help his father. And and my note for this scene is, and here we have Keith filling in the role of, hey, let's blame Logan. <laughs> well, I don't fair, really he think... Like the guy. I don't really think that's what he was doing. I think he really just wanted to know if Aaron had... If Logan knew that Aaron had tried to somehow get rid of the tapes. I didn't feel like Keith was blaming Logan until he actually did something. Well, I I don't think he was trying to blame Logan, but I think that he was trying to find out if Logan knew anything. Yeah. Because I think I think um I think Keith likes Logan enough or knows enough about Logan to know that he wouldn't want this to go public. You know, how embarrassing for him, you know? Um, I don't know. It would just been awful. Um, but you know what's interesting is it might have it might have uh, been a little bit easy on um, Keith, but did you hear the slip of the tongue where he said the love of my life? About um, Lily? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that um, as of, as, <laughs> did you say he lied? Yep. No. No. I was gonna say it was like I know the love shippers, the real hardcore would would say well, this aww. is blasphemy, you know. Oh, that, oh, that, that shit shipper. I'm just like <laughs> whatever. But Logan has always said that about That's Lily. true. And Logan was only with Veronica for a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so was Duncan and and, and Meg, but look how that turned out. I still don't believe that's his baby. It's not. It's just a, it's a cardboard. They're going to find it out. Oh, my God. I just almost spoiled something. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm like, wait. That, that's not till later in the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's so, Beaver's baby. That's what she was about to tell us. So it's it's funny because my most annoying thing from this episode, which you've all pointed out some very good other annoying things, but um, my most annoying thing is the fact that Logan calls Keith dude twice. Have we <laughs> ever heard Logan use the word dude before? <laughs> yes. I think we have, actually. It didn't seem odd to me that he said it. So that's it why seemed odd to me. I was like, okay, this is just weird. It seemed odd that he was referring to his ex-girlfriend's father in that manner. 
Um, I, I don't know. It's pretty disrespectful. Somebody he still obviously really likes as well. I, I don't think he really wants to get on Mr. Mars's bad side. Just well, saying. But Logan but, wants to get on everybody's bad side. Exactly. He doesn't He's kind of annoying. Yeah. And usually when he does say dude, He's saying it as a put down. Sure. I've heard him say it before. I know I have. But I mean, every time it's coming to my mind. It's, yeah. it it's usually directed to like Weevil or I The think. only thing that I can think, though, is like the writers going, okay, we have to have some way for Keith to figure out that it's Logan. So he's got to call him dude. Yeah. So, yeah, that annoys me. Yeah, that is silly. Okay, now we have the Christmas dinner, and Keith comes home to Santa's workshop. <laughs> Which is cute. It is. Veronica's and, outfit's really cute here. Yeah, and they're little game pins. <laughs> so, so did she actually do all of that decorating for the entire house uh, in, like, you know mere hours while in <laughs> all that time that she had while she was not on jury duty exactly or at work yeah. well, she's yeah. a superwoman come on now this is it's, she <laughs> maybe did backup sleep. did it i think it's backup he had yeah. to clean the dishes later so right yeah <sighs> and keith got veronica an awesome birthday present she got he got her the same computer that he got her a few years before okay so did anyone have like um flashbacks to um to like when he got to the waterbed, I fully expected yes! to lead into the room and there yes! would be another waterbed. I, I was just totally hoping there was going to be another waterbed in there. Oh my god! I was just like, please let there be a waterbed. Please let there be a waterbed because he was at the same sort of like a you surprise, like you know that kind of thing. And let her. I'm like, oh, waterbed, <laughs> but no. And I think it's awesome that he had Mac, like that he got in contact with Mac and had her like update Veronica's computer. Yeah, I, it's That's... funny because uh, have we seen Mac at the Mars household ever? I think we've seen her at the office. I believe that Veronica introduced her to Keith at one point. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like it's, I, I I can see her. I feel like I can see her at the office. Mhm. Yeah, I know that she's been there, but I'm fairly certain that, like, we actually saw an introduction. Well, and, I, I, I mean, how does he get Veronica to part with her computer for long enough for Mac to, you know, buy parts, upgrade? Well, you nice. know, I mean, she, she was on jury duty for, yeah. for all that time. <laughs> during the trial, you know, that yeah. was probably going on during school. Who knows? <laughs> Stupid questions about plot points from Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, questions about stupid plot points also. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this episode. <laughs> so, um, next, the department all gets emails with offers for the tapes. So, like, everybody gets an email. Because, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, we saw Logan steal the email list, so. And then Logan has bought the tapes, watched the tapes, and burned the tapes. Okay, the watching of the tapes was creepy. Yeah, uh -huh. it really was. Well, 
it was, but okay. There is nothing that you can tell me that's going to convince me. Otherwise. No, you're right. You're right. It's not because I think it's creepy too, and I thought of that too. But what I'm just gonna say is that I don't even notice how creepy it is because, like, you know how there are scenes in television that stick with you. Yes. No matter how you know, like uh, for me, like a scene late in Buffy between her and Spike. Um, like one of the last episodes, it's just a conversation Spike has with her. Uh, mm, people could yeah. probably guess. In the bed. <laughs> and, um, in the bed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really nice speech that he does. And, um, and that's like a scene that I think is iconic. And every time I think of Veronica Mars, I think of Logan cuffing his sweater in his hands and his sweater and just like crying, like, like this little boy, you know? Um, who just like lost his innocence and it's so real and it's so he looks so young then and it was so beautiful and I I don't know I just yeah I agree with you that (laughs) his emotional state and um his um expression of his emotions through this particular scene is very good Uh, Even through the point when he's done and Keith shows up and, you know, that the whole thing, the whole thing, uh, his raw emotion is is great and uh, it's well done. It's well acted um, and his emotional state is very convincing. But I uh, my note here is and I have all of this written down exactly what I just (laughs) said right there. And I have still you're watching your father have sex with your girlfriend. Yeah. Do you I, think he just had to believe it was true? I maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that he had to watch the videos to to see it for himself. Maybe that's what it was, but it seemed like he watched all, I mean, all of the videos. Like you would think that he could have watched about 30 seconds and be like, "Okay, thanks. like, okay, we're done." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, but maybe he was thinking that he would eventually have to see him anyway. You know, if he didn't burn them before. If that makes any well, sense, well, like he, he didn't burn the videos, he erased them. But... Right. No, I meant bur- I didn't mean I meant race them because yeah. like um if because if they'd gone to trial he was going to have to watch it and i don't think he wanted to have that reaction in front of other people you know yeah i'm I, yeah, yeah I, i'm not i'm not i'm not denying the emotion <laughs> of of i mean i agree with everything that you're saying about yeah the, you know, uh but it just weirded me out that he was sitting it, there it is weird those, yeah those it is strange. I, I thought that, too, because yet, because I was watching it, and I, I don't think I thought of it the first time for some reason, but, like, yesterday when I was rewatching, I was like, yeah, this is kind of weird, and I knew you guys were going to think it was weird because it is kind of weird, and <laughs> I don't he, know. He's yeah. watching his dad make an O-face in the camera. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> it's bad enough for us to have to watch it over again. <laughs> no, right? Oh. <laughs> uh. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we find out that it was Leo who stole the tapes. He has a sister with Down syndrome, and he wanted to be able to send his sister to private school. 
but he sold the tapes to Logan, even though he would get less money because he didn't actually want them to get out. Whatever. Of course, he has a sister with Down syndrome now. Yeah. We've never heard about her before, but of course she exists, so Leo's not a total bad guy. We also never heard that Leo had parents before, but we know that he has them, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate this episode so much. Yeah, I, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it was sweet. You know, I really thought that the scene of him describing, you know, his sister and, and I thought that it was very well acted and it was very sweet. Um, and, you know, I think at the end of the day, Leo did have the best of intentions at the end of the day. At the beginning mm-hmm. of the day, he didn't have great intentions. <laughs> but uh, by the end of the day, you know, he did. I, I feel like he did the right thing by giving those tapes to Logan. Uh, well, he if he was doing the right thing, he would have just given them to him. But <laughs> No, if he was doing the right thing, he would have put them back in evidence. Well, Agreed. No, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. what he did was wrong. You know, stealing the tapes was wrong to begin with. But once he already stole them, to correct the mistake, I think that he did. He went the right route. And the fact that I'm saying all this right now is probably going to come back to bite me in the ass in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> um well, and I want to talk about here because I didn't include all of these comments from the Facebook group because there was more discussion than actual comments, but people were saying that it was so out of character for Leo. And I don't think so because You think about all the underhanded things he did just because Veronica was a pretty face? I mean, this is his sister. Yeah, I didn't think he he really even liked his job. I'm going to be honest with you. I think... Yeah, I don't think it was out of of character. I just think that everyone really likes Leo, so they don't want him to do something like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's more it. But he's, he's, he's removed evidence before. He has. Right. So it's clearly not out of character because all he's... for those baby blue eyes batting yep. at That's him. All it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> whether mean... it be his sister or maybe his sister has blue eyes too. Maybe. What maybe she's you... not really his sister. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> maybe he's in love with his sister. I uh, wouldn't put it past him. Or this. What did he steal for Veronica? He stole. He went in and he brought uh, her... the tapes. The, Re- the recordings. The recordings of the. There's. Um, he's a tape stealer. He is a tape stealer. He needed to get fired. Yes, it was the recordings of the interrogations, like, of all those people. You know what? I think that he got a taste of it with Veronica, and then (laughs) just it was a gateway drug, and now he's like, I'm all about stealing the tapes. (laughs) And and now now I'm addicted to tapes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, who wants them? I got them. Where can I sell them? I'm not going to watch them or listen to them, but I'll sell them too, yeah. Oh, it was Logan's Baby Blues, of course. Ah, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> I'd still tape for those baby blues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, C plot? Oh, that's right. We have another plot to get We do. There. We have a C plot. <laughs> oh, it's fairly short, oh, though. Meg. Yeah. So, in Meg's letter, she had asked her aunt if she could go and live with her to raise the baby. So, we finally found out what in the world was going on with that letter that we weren't allowed to see. Yes. Yes. It was from her aunt. Yes. Yeah. I, 
why a letter? Why not a phone call or an email? But... Maybe her aunt's really old and doesn't believe in that kind of stuff. Maybe. Well, wait, there was emails too, though, because... What, no, what I mean, her aunt probably doesn't have a computer. Yeah, but... but... No, see, like, I imagine her aunt is, like, this sort of cool, sort of pseudo-hippie who's living out in... Yeah, she doesn't have a computer. There, there we go. go. Like... But now I'm questioning. <laughs> She's who like, is technology she... is evil. No, Help me no, like the, the sort of the new wave oh. hippies who are out there oh. now, and they're like, you know, let's have an organic co-op, and let's do, you know... See, all uh, of those is, is crunchy, like... more crunchy than hippie. Okay, uh, but still, that means she... you mean like new wave hippie, Be... not new wave, <coughs> like I don't know, new next age. generation, new wave. No, new I was age. gonna say new wave. I mean oh. new wave because no, no, I mean like new wave hippie that she crunchy than than hippie. Okay, then she doesn't have a computer. No, crunchy people have computers. That's new I mean, wave how... hippie. How do you think? How do you think crunchy's <laughs> organized? They they have Facebook groups. Did they Some ever say she had a hippie aunt? Is this just like... No, this is just some... No. This okay. is some backstory that these two are... Okay. <laughs> I was like, how did I miss this entire subplot? <laughs> See, I, I picture our what... aunt more like um, the, the grandmother on Parenthood, who's like an artist and like kind of yeah. like that kind of, you know, where she's just completely like in her zen zone and she's like, come in, like she has beads on her hands and stuff and she's like, yeah. come here, man, let's... <laughs> She, she could do that. Let me help raise your have, kid. Does she, she have, have a tattoos? website where she sells all of her art? Like that's... she cre- she does henna tattoos. Like she's I like, come here that. and when you're pregnant, you can have a henna tattoo because it's not oh, a real tattoo. Yeah, we can do henna yeah, tattoos belly, belly with clay with something yeah. really organic. But let's not <laughs> use a computer. I do I... want to justify this a little bit because this was what two thousand and four, maybe. There is I no mean, excuse, Melanie. No, there is no excuse. But okay, my parents still had dial up in two thousand four. That price is more about my family than. Wait, no, we're in. You know. what, what year are we in now? It's two thousand five. Five. No, it's two thousand five. Two thousand thirteen. <laughs> no, I really was like, oh my god, what is your problem? I'm <laughs> Remember, there was no way they were going to find yes. it. Yeah, but if she went and found some payphone, which I know Neptune still has payphone. <laughs> yes, they do. Then there would have been no evidence left behind. Okay, so she tried to call her, her, her grandmother granola hippie aunt and on the landline. <laughs> yeah. And the landline, she doesn't have an answering machine, so there was no way to get a hold of her because she was out painting in the woods. And so she had to mail in a letter. Okay, so you're thinking <laughs> All right. her is like... Or maybe she did call... Aunt. I'm... I'm thinking of her as the cool young aunt. Okay, so maybe she's a cool young aunt, but she really believes in like connecting <laughs> with her with with her um her nieces. So like, you know, maybe Meg did call her and she's like, Oh, that's very well and good and everything. She's like, But you need something to remember this by, so I'm gonna mail you a letter so you have you can have Okay, maybe her. makes parents watch her cell phone activity and I, watch her. That's pay- why she had to go to a payphone. Right. Well, she called true. her from a payphone. Oh yeah, you're totally right. Good, okay. But 
This is the most elaborate backstory I Seriously, think I've ever had. Seriously, of like a dead girl. Of like the most inconsequential thing. <laughs> Actually, and you are surprised? It isn't. Cause it's, okay, so I, some, on, on several websites, my username is still uh, Police Police Devon. And it was because of the fact I wrote fan fiction about this character who was mentioned like in one sentence in one episode of a Star Trek and never mentioned again. And so this actually isn't all that out of character for me. <laughs> well, that's you. I've, I've we been know doing this, about this for the last 18 years. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to move on. Okay. Um, well, we'll Meg, like, you end. and I can talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they, they find out that Meg is awake, which we already knew. And uh, Dick is throwing a New Year's Eve bash. Yeah, nobody cares yeah. right now. No. Yeah, no, yeah. seriously. No. Like who? Mm. Yeah. Um, so then Meg's parents want the baby up for adoption. Of course they do. I, I, I go back and forth about believing this. I, uh, like, you know, so we're in 2000, not 13. Um, two thousand five, five, well, four, five, five, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're well, we're crossing into two thousand six right now because mm-hmm. it's New Year's, and um, her parents are religious and weird. I I have a feeling that they would not want to let this kid go. I mm-hmm. my family my family is very religious. And, um, we had a, um, uh, one of my, uh, teen cousins got pregnant at 15 and not only did they not allow her to give up the baby, they insisted that she raise the baby. Yeah, it, it would, it totally would just depend on the family because I had a best friend in high school, like she wasn't my best friend in high school, but previously was my best friend. She got pregnant, and her family was very religious, and she did give the baby up for adoption. Mm. So, either way, um, either I don't. Way. Yeah, I guess it could go either way. I, I just, from my experience, it's like a no, absolutely not. This is your baby. This is your responsibility, and and you know, blah 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 blah. You know, very religious, and I... and it's not right to give give your baby up basically. And I mean, there are, I mean, there are some people who it was, you know, the girl got pregnant and so their, her family kicked her out because they were so religious and that too. church and this and that, or, you know, I mean, there's, it can be played any, just hundreds of different ways. And so I understand that like Meg's family is trying to dig up dirt on on donuts, uh, you know, medical background and, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But no matter what, he's still the father of that. Well, presumably. We don't know. <laughs> he oh my is, gosh. He, it's, I don't believe that he's the father of this baby, but, but presumably he's the father of this baby. Who do you think and, the father is? Just curious. So. Her dad. At, I th- her dad. I do. Oh, I do. I believe. I I believe. I I believe that 
the baby is her father's and that her father killed her so that nobody would find out that he was the father of the baby. So secondarily, beavers. Not dicks, beavers. Or Mayor Gutenberg. Any of these three. Anyways, go on. Jimmy. Regardless. Was dating somebody beforehand? Before she hooked up with Duncan? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, that, um, that guy that she, the virginity test guy. That was way too early. Yeah, that was way too early. But anyways, so if, if Donut is the father and the bear, even if the parents are digging up, you know, evidence, medical history, you know, to try and I guess revoke his parental rights, I don't think they're going to be able to put that baby up for adoption without, um, permission from him his signing away his parent parental rights or if he Mm, uh, they they would really have to prove him you know uh no you can't i mean he he would he would need to to sign um, his parental rights yes he would absolutely he would need to sign away his parental rights for them to be unless a judge like revoked them or something but then i don't think that that they're aiming for i don't think that they would be able to put the baby of of Meg being out of the picture. Um, I mean, she since she can't say who the father is, they can go through and say that if they he, don't know who the father is. Right, but if he claims to be the father... They and can do a paternity test really test, easily. Exactly. Right, they would do a paternity test and he would say, but that baby's if, mine. But if he's like an unfit or, you know, if he has sickness or whatever, like, I think that, I mean, isn't there some... They might have a case that way. I mean, they I think you're right, Jimmy. Yes, there is. There but are. see, I think that they could get custody, but I don't think that that would allow them to put the baby up for adoption. No, exactly. They would be able to get custody, but but if if Meg is dead, which she is, and and Donut is unfit, and there's a custody battle, it would be between the Canes and Meg's, the, mm-hmm. you know, the Kane family and Meg's family. Yeah, and that would be. Like, it's not, there's no way that they would be able to terminate his parental rights and put that baby up for adoption when he knows that baby is his. Is Duncan 18? Yes. Yeah. Are we positive? Yeah. Um, pretty positive, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that really matters, but I'm pretty sure that if he is, if they were both still minors, that could play into a a little bit. not really with parental. No. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. That's still a, a parent and child. Well, for all we know, that's going to happen, or you know, like that. You know, there's some, there's be something to that. I mean, right now we just know that this is what they're going for, when she was still alive, and and like they had, you know, I mean, like Duncan wasn't even told that he was the father at that point. Well, and the well, no, he knew. He knew. He knew. No, 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 no. I know he knew, but he knew because he found out, right? They didn't tell him. No, he knew uh, because she knew she was pregnant, um, and and he said that he knew when Veronica when Veronica said to him, uh, "Meg's pregnant." He said, I, "You know, I know." But, and, but he read he the said, letter. I know. He read he the read letter. Oh, that's right. Not, that's right. It's not like you know they they told him, "Hey, Duncan, you're the father," and so his parent, her parents, might just be like well, you know, we want to get this done and, like, he doesn't know anything or whatever. Like, he knows not because they told him. You right. know, paternity tests don't exist in Neptune. We, we found that out last year. Um, so, you oh, know, they exist. Nobody away. ever opens them. No right, kidding. right. But, or they um, it, 
you just assume, you just believe beyond a reasonable doubt. I guess what he's thinking is there's no way that it couldn't be his, just with the timing. That's what I'm right. thinking he's thinking. But I, I yeah, no. I don't believe yeah. that they ever even had sex, and he just thinks the babies come from kissing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or lying next to each other. Just lying next to each other. That's how you get pregnant, right, kids? Oh, my God. That reminds me of Glee Season 1. But, oh, uh, it, it, reminds oh me of, it reminds me of Masters of Sex, because they had an episode oh. about that just recently. It's pretty funny. But all, right, that that's not a spoiler. Said, all, all that being said, Meg is dead. Duncan's the father. Uh, and it's uh, a girl. And it's a girl. And if if Meg is dead, that baby goes to him, no matter what. <laughs> Unless they prove him unfit. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I think there might be some... Le- I think they could legally injunct something. Um, Not... If he is eighteen years well, old, even it's it, it's his it's his daughter, right? No, that's, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is they're already trying to right, build a case against them. But they haven't yet. No, but that can and happen really quick. It can, but yeah. that baby will go immediately from her belly, born. She's dead. He well, says, like, here, father, well, paternity here, test. It goes directly to him until uh, until they prove him unfit. Well, right, so they would the raise. Has to happen is that they, the, would, they have just to give birth to the kid, right? Then the kid has to have the paternity test that has to take time, and then you know, then all of the legal stuff has to go on that. So they're like trying to build it up before that the paternity test even happens. So I feel like that that's like, I mean, that's the only recourse for action. Whether they have a legal ground to stand on or not, that's what they're going to try to aim for regardless. So they're waiting, like, you know, they have time before the paternity test because, you know, they don't even know he'll find out who's the baby. Like, you know, had he not found out, then they could have just gone through and put it up for adoption and whatever, whatever, you know? Yeah, well, the worst part about this is is Duncan doesn't even seem to um, care enough to stand up to, you know, he was like, oh, what are we gonna, what, what are we gonna do? But you know, when she was like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm made of cardboard. I can't take care of a baby. Yeah, I couldn't even take care of a plastic baby. What? Well, and I, I just... he did really good with that baby. He could have tried to pawn oh, her off when like he wanted to go to dinner away. with grandma. I don't um, know. I think he'd be a good dad. I I can't say much about Duncan. Like as a person, I think he's a horrible boyfriend, and I wouldn't want to date him, but. I think he's probably going to be, would be an okay dad, um, if he can take his medicine. Yeah, with his blackouts and his, you know, violent tendencies. Like I said, if he takes his medicine. (laughs) Side are you on, Jimmy? I'm on both sides. I'm playing devil's advocate from any side I can get on today. So, um, the thing that I don't get is like, okay, if Meg's dead, why do they care if Duncan gets his child? Because... He, they don't the, want her. Well, what was the quote? Does anybody? Uh, can't, I I do not have it as a quote, but I remember what it said. Yeah, the hell spawn that impregnated the sinner, their daughter. Yeah, the sinner, sinner who knocked up their daughter. Ugh. They don't want. Yeah, that's right. And they want the clearly baby. Clearly, it was a rape. I and mean, they, yeah, and they want the baby indoctrinated and whatever. So, okay, well, let's <laughs> go to quotes. Melanie, would you like to go first? Um, yes, and as tempted as I am to say one of them, I won't, because I'll leave you guys with it, but, um, okay, um, 
No problem, big shot. I'm the one affecting your quarterly earnings. Knitting grandma lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I have another knitting grandma lady quote. So, what hoe works all day at a car wash? No, that's not right. (laughs) That's not right. I wrote that wrong. It's a hoe that works. Well, I have it. A hoe that works her ass off all day at a car wash before hitting the streets. Huh. That's just something I'd never heard of. Okay. Unless unless she said something else and I missed it, but that was it, it seems like the same sense. quote. Yeah, so maybe I I probably just was trying to type it paraphrase. Lucha's gracias, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wrote that down, but I was like, nobody said it. Wait, who who said that? Nobody. It was it was. Oh, it was on the window. Okay. I'm sorry. I was looking for my apartment, but I seem to have stumbled into some sort of magical winter wonderland instead. Why, perhaps this elk can help me. <laughs> so, I'm going to do my real quote. <laughs> okay. Which is, which one are you? Blinky? Humpty? Zorro? <laughs> I knew it was Thumper. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. I have uh, Veronica... Oh, no, nothing. Your secret illegitimate child gestating in the womb of your comatose ex-girlfriend affects neither you nor me. I have that Obviously. one. <laughs> I have, you know, Keith, you really should have done more to push fitness when you were here. Yeah, I was going to get to that, but the crime fighting kept getting in the way. I had that one, too. <laughs> Melanie, did we get to the to your to your one that you didn't want to do? Yeah, it was about the Winter Wonderland. Okay. So. Um, I'm going to go with, um, Veronica. I'm so impressed that you fit a pony in my room. Presents, (laughs) presents, presents. I love that one. (laughs) I have that one too. (laughs) Um, I also have, I saw it for the past 40 years or so. It drops. You'll see. (laughs) Uh, Talk to you about the ball. I I have a question about that. Yeah. Okay, because they're watching, like, it says on, on the feed that this is the New York City, that they're in Times Square, live from Times Square. So that would be, what, like, 9 o'clock? Well, yeah, but they replay it for each time zone. Then why would they say that it was live? I, I don't know. I we just, we like... watch it every year that way in Utah, okay. and it says live. Okay. <laughs> you can watch it, like, you can watch it first at 10 at o'clock. Nine? No, That's you can hilarious. you can watch it first at ten o'clock on like I don't know CNN or something, and then you go to the local channel and it says live and it's counting down to midnight again. Ah, uh, okay. I just always assumed you guys didn't even watch the New York one. Oh no, we do, and had an LA one. Like, no, oh. I think besides I... that, then it'd be one o'clock for us. So yeah, oh that's <laughs> true. You're kind of yeah. We're in the middle. <laughs> Salt Lake City one then. Yeah, no, no. We watch New York. (laughs) Well, New York is the biggest one, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just never easy. Yeah. (laughs) Paris is sort of awesome. Like, they they, they do lights on the Eiffel Tower. It's like, that's cool. Now that I think of it, um, when we were in um, Seattle for New Year's a couple of years ago, uh, by accident. (laughs) (laughs) By accident. (laughs) We were trapped there. Uh-huh. Um, 
we watched we watched it in New York. That's it mm-hmm. didn't occur to me that we watched New York three hours later. <laughs> that is that is what the whole country does. Yeah. You wow. people on the East Coast just don't realize it. Yeah. Guess not. Yeah. All right. Any others? I think Melanie. I think I interrupted you. Oh no! Yeah, I just had one. Like it's not even really a quote, but when uh, uh, CEO McDushery calls her a cheerleader, and she just like does that really cute like, "Yay!" Yeah. I, just that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I I have one more. Uh, Leo, you mind giving my best to your daughter? A little. You didn't like, do the rest. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't it. do the rest because that was the funny bit. <laughs> I purposefully cut it off. There. Oh, okay. All right, we have feedback. Feedback. Yes, we do. Um, okay, so the first one we have is from Taylor. Taylor. Ah, I love this episode. Keith slash tapes. The Keith and Liam interaction is golden. Leo, sad face forever. I'm sure destroying those tapes was cathartic for Logan, but dude, think. <laughs> Meg, man, I hate Meg's parents, but they have potentially have a custody of the baby. Ugh. It's nice that Meg apologized for being such a bitka in this first episode before she went and died off screen. <laughs> Jury duty. 12 Angry Men was one of the few movies I was subjected to in, high, in school that I really loved, so I enjoyed all that homage, especially... Like that Veronica, or sorry, especially like that it isn't Veronica that initially thinks boys are guilty. Corporate tool guy <laughs> really should put up. I would, I would have just left it a corporate tool. Um, that's me. Uh, really shouldn't have put Veronica in charge. I like seeing the crime unfold in the jury room, and I like it did in the movie, and watching the jurors be swayed. But corporate tool, there we go, changes all too quickly from <laughs> I'll never send two two white boys to jail to find they'll go out they'll they'll get out on appeal for uh, my taste overall i love this episode nine out of ten wallace is back squeeze wow thank you taylor um elizabeth says the u.s jury trial system is fascinating but it's really hard to do justice in 15 minutes even with scrubs dr todd on the jury oh he was Oh Which my gosh, I thought he looked so... He's, he's a jock. He's like... Oh, he oh, the, the radio sports guy? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I didn't watch Scrubs, but... I didn't oh. either, but I recognize. Banana <laughs> hammock! Sorry. Nothing. Um, they, they really should have done... A, <laughs> they really should have done a full episode on a trial or none at all, because it ended up so rushed, I was not at all invested in the outcome. I agree. Uh, and really, Leo stole the tapes. I don't buy it. I just don't. Logan watching and destroying the tapes makes sense to me, though. I wanted to see back up doing the dishes. That was great. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> that was a great quote, actually. Um, I'm really glad Wallace is back. She needs a good wingman. And shockingly, Donut was not doing it for me. Wait. Oh. I get it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Muchos gracias, bitch. <laughs> P.S. More gratuitous sheriff lamb scenes, please. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Circle I gets agree. a square. <laughs> uh, this one is from Holly. This is definitely my least favorite episode of the show up to this point. Agreed, I Holly. Don't... Yes. Wow. 
I don't buy Leo stealing the tapes, though I agree that Logan destroying them isn't out of character. And he does the crying whoopee thing so well. <laughs> Duncan is barely in this episode, but he manages to make me the most angry I've ever been at the character. And that's saying something, because I dislike Duncan with a passion. His attitude that's made pregnancy doesn't have anything to do with him and Veronica is the epitome of Duncan's avoidance and repression issues. What a moron. <laughs> that is that is like, yes, you just summed up Duncan perfectly. What a moron. <laughs> so Kayla says, I can totally buy Leo stealing and selling the tapes. Did he not do the same thing Veronica, for Veronica in season one? Good point, yes. Kayla. Yes. Besides, he is a family man, and you do what you can you can to protect your family. It makes sense to me. The storyline came out of nowhere, but we didn't learn much about him in season one, so I get it. I love this episode. The last knitting the scarf gets me every time. I love her. Maybe she means the lady. Lady, um, yeah. <laughs> usually any holiday-themed show in my book is awesome. I love how Keith breaks the news to Veronica about her having to do jury duty. It was cute. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen this episode in a while. I'll have to watch once I get home from work. I'm going from memory right now. I'm sure I'm missing some good stuff. And Beth says, It seems like just yesterday we were watching that fantastic season one Veronica Mars themed holiday episode. Time has flown by listening to your entertaining podcast and you've done such a great job of putting out new ones regularly. This being the holiday episode of VM as well as the month of Thanksgiving, I'd like to give my appreciation for all of the work you put into this podcast. It's really appreciated. Oh, and those last few moments were perfect. Warmed my heart so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Beth. Aww, that's yeah, really thank sweet. you very much. That's, oh, I feel warm and warm fuzzy. And fuzzy. Aww. Yes. <laughs> my, my heart grew three, three sizes today. <laughs> and one was Wallace. <laughs> uh, yeah um okay so you got absolutely no information on this but who crashed the bus the least ghost and time traveling duncan i think it was meg's baby yes it was like screw this jumped out of the car, like, pushed it over into the river, and then, like, hopped back in her belly. You know so... what? When you started to say Meg, I was... You guys haven't gone this way? That it was, like, Meg's, like, going carry on the bus. Oh, my God. I, I hope. Oh, my gosh. That would have made this episode so much better. All of a sudden, Meg stands up in the back, and she just starts, you know, pointing at people, and the bus yeah. flies off the Oh, it was That's... like, you know, some voodoo voodoo with the with the with the rat was like, you know, her thing and she's like, Okay, I'm channeling the power. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Rat. So Malika, have you been watching X Files with Intro to X? Some of it. Did you see the carnival episode with the the carny people? No, That's I haven't. My oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did the with funny the, one. With oh, the, oh my god, yes. The twin that comes out of his stomach and Yes. Yeah, that's the baby. There you go. That's exactly it. That was actually one of my favorite episodes. Of, yeah, that one was good. that far so far. <laughs> All right. Any others? I'm going with Thumper did it. I don't know how. I don't know why. But uh, actually, no. No, Bucci did it. I'm going with Bucci. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was Bucci. Thinking... 
Bucci's totally trying to take over the the uh, the PCHers, and uh, I, I think I think Bucci's behind all of the mayhem that's happening in in uh, Neptune right now. <laughs> so I'm going okay. with. Okay. I, cool. I was when he came on screen, I was thinking like, okay, here's Thumper, and he's trying to push Veronica into doing this and that, and so like. I was thinking, oh, he's the one who killed Felix and is trying to take over the gang. But I didn't connect him to the bus at all. <laughs> well, you know, everything's connected somehow. Um, okay, ratings. I'll go first. I hated it. It was awful. It's absolutely my least favorite <laughs> entire series. Um, but it did have that awesome Wallace scene at the end. So I'm going to go ahead and be generous and give it two out of ten stolen sex. Wow. Days. Wow. Wow. That is hard. So that's, yeah, you're like even more Hatred. than I was. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was like, the writing was clunky, the jury duty plot was just unbelievable, and all of the stuff with Mike ended up being so underwhelming. I was like, but then there's Wallace. So Wallace managed to give it a full point. And so I gave it three um, switched votes. Wow. Um, well, I didn't. I'm reevaluating all of a sudden. No, Don't I, reevaluate. It's funny. Don't I, reevaluate. I, no, your initial gut. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't like this episode at all. And um, it did have Wallace at the end, and it did have Meg dying. So those were pluses. Um, there were a couple of good moments, like land flexing. Um, so um, I am going to give it four out of ten. Baby girls with no personality. Aww. <laughs> oh, I bet their baby's gonna be awful. I feel really sorry for that baby. Yeah, worst jeans ever. It'll be pretty. She has Lily's jeans in her too. Plus, so she'll be a slut. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no personality. Oh wait, isn't that? Uh, she'll make up for it. <laughs> All right. So. While I didn't particularly care for this episode a whole lot, um, I thought that the Logan, um, again, we're getting back to, you know, weird, you know, father, girlfriend, sex tape thing. Um, but I thought that that whole exchange with him and his emotion was really great. Um, I thought that, uh, I feel bad now that I'm rating this higher, but um, I thought that uh, Wallace coming back was really good. Um, I thought that at the end of the day that Leo did a good job in doing the right thing um, to help get rid of the tapes. Um, The knitting lady was awesome. (laughs) And we had, you know, gratuitous lamb. Uh, I'm going to give it five and a half out of ten awesome knitting ladies. We're slowly creeping up. Two, three, four, five and a half. Melanie? I'm just going to blow the average away. Man, it's a ten. No, I'm joking. It's not a ten. But um, I like this episode. Um, There's a lot of polls. um, But it also has a lot of scenes that I... I really love, and when I think of the series as a whole, I think back, the Logan scene makes me cry, and any episode that makes me cry is like a whole two points for me, because I'm weird. 
But, um, so that was there. Wallace is back. Yay. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 tidings of Christmas cheer. And I just want to say that I, you know, it's interesting because I remember, um, on the spoiler cast, which you guys cannot listen to yet, but I will say what I said was that I don't, it, a lot of what you guys thought of the first part of season um, two would have to do with whether or not you could get behind Meg. And I think that's proving pretty accurately, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is interesting. But if it, it happens and, you know, season two, it's like a hit or miss for a lot of people. So, but there's some really good stuff coming up. So, yay. Keep going. Keep chucking. <laughs> oh, they've they've loved the last like four episodes. Have they? So, oh, yeah. okay, good, good, good. Because yeah. I haven't heard it. So once you know Jackie what? left, yeah. then everything was great. <laughs> well, yeah. that, um, that that does prove exponentially <laughs> since from there. So yeah. Um. All right. So I really like this episode, and I had never thought about all the plot holes that exist in it until <laughs> everyone started pointing them out to me. And I actually had it rated at an eight, but I've dropped it down to a seven and a half. So seven and a half ponies in the bedroom. Nice. <laughs> nice. So yeah, um, that's going to be our probably widest rated, like, yeah, widest between the ratings episode ever. Well, so that's good. That's good. It because, is good. Yeah. Um, let's have our contact information. Oh, that's me. That's you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail there. We haven't had one of those in a while. Y'all can send one. Call yeah, where you been, girl? <laughs> you can tweet us at Investigate Mars. <laughs> um, you can find us at Facebook at www.facebook.com groups investigating Mars. And you can join our spoiler group at www.facebook.com groups slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review. We love all the ones that have already been left for us. Yes, we do. And thank you, Melanie, for joining us. No problem. Thank you, Yay, Melanie. Thanks for coming I, back. And yeah. No problem. I'll be back probably before the end of the season. I think I signed up for one more. Yes, but, you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So the next episode is called Donut Run. What's it about? <laughs> Donut is on Donut. the run. Yes. He is running away. He's escaped from, from the box and just rolling I think, downhill. I, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I, I'm thinking that he kid, kidnaps the baby and runs. That was going to be my prediction, Jimmy. <gasps> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I that prediction, too. Yeah, I agree. That's... You guys are going to be so disappointed when you find out it's just that Neptune finally got a Christian partner. <laughs> actually, actually, I don't know if disappointed is the right term. I think I'd be elated. I'd be like, yes. They'd all be like, all oh, right, it's about Krispy Kreme. Yeah. I'm excited. What's more? Or it's the fact that, that Duncan has become like captain of the track team. And then I, I would be like, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm going to be like, run, don't, donut run. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm wondering, though, if the. If, you know, the canon of it, 
he still calls him not canon of it, but the fans still call him Donut as of this point, or if we're the only ones. I think he. I think it's. I think it, people do. I think. Yeah. I, I think that that when they came up with the title of this episode, I'm almost positive, and we'll find out in just a little bit. Just doing a commentary. You know, that, mm. yeah. I think they were trying to throw off people and thinking it was going to be a Alicia and Keith episode. Actually, I don't think anybody called him Donut. Oh. I don't. Yeah. Alicia and Keith. What would that have to do with donuts? Because because he goes donut on the run. donut runs yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Oh, oh I just totally that. ruined my life. <laughs> well, I'm let's, sorry. Let's, but maybe I still think you're right, that, Jimmy. So. I still think you're right, Jimmy. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we will find out in just a few minutes, actually. So, <laughs> until then, <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. I'm surprised that Duncan can crush, you know, I, well, I mean, other than Hulk smash crush, you know, cause obviously... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know, somebody might want to warn Meg that he's like, you know, a rapist and a killer and, you know, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Meg. I'm glad that you're seeing things our way now, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Meg's not lit too long for this world or whatever. That would be really <laughs> interesting, I have to say. I mean, the, the, the one thing that was going through my head when, um, what's her face there, uh, Meg, Meg came out and started, like, yelling at him was, like, Okay, he's over here. He's beating the car with the shovel. Now she's annoying him. So this, the whole thing about season two is Duncan's going to be on trial for killing Meg with the shovel. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so hoping he was going to kill her. I know that that's, like, wrong, but I really wanted him to just, like, bash her in the face. Well, I mean, I know they aren't going to show us. It has to be shown in a flashback, like, somewhere mid-season two. But that's the whole thing about season two. Yep.